course, that's what we all want when it comes to our financial uh, uh, investments. And, of course, we also want them to increase in value while we want that security. Uh, thus is ever the challenge. Steve Rudolph joins us right now, the president of HW Financial Advisors. Uh, and, Steve, I thought, you know, there are so many uh, people here who are financial advisors here. I thought I'd just sort of kind of understand your work a little bit. So how did you get in this business? You're based in, in Cleveland. Yeah, so I started out as a CPA and found it very boring. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And found myself reading everything I could on financial planning, investments, et cetera, and just was fascinated with it, started helping family and friends. And at the time, this business was much more sales-oriented. Right. Uh, and so I started my MBA at University of Chicago, was able to hook on at ACO doing fee-based planning for corporate executives, and ultimately came and joined a CPA firm in Cleveland uh, and, and started up this group and have built it up over the last 20 years. We're managing over half a billion dollars and doing a lot of great comprehensive planning. So uh, what do your clients look like? What, what kind of people end up as your clients? Or what, what, does it, what does a new client look like to you these days? Yeah, it tends, you know, I tend to focus a little more on high net worth individuals that are perhaps within five years of retirement to already retired that are... Um, What's a high net worth individual in Cleveland? <laughs> I live in San Francisco and New York, different. so I, you know. Right. So what, what does that mean? I'd say uh, maybe two, three million dollars of assets and up uh, from there, you know, to maybe 10, 20, 30 million. Uh, other people in my office deal with millennials and, and some, some other folks. Uh, but it's a high touch business for us where I give it everything I have for each of my clients and am there for them every step of the way. So you can't really work with everybody. Um, and, and as you as you sign up a client, I mean, you start, you're finding these people that are nearing retirement. What are the kind of first steps you tend to go through repeatedly? I know every client's a little bit different, but you're probably some, there's probably a, some regular process for you. Yeah, I mean, so much of it is a function on how much they spend. Uh, there are people that have a lot of assets, but they spend a lot, and if they retire tomorrow, uh, it would be a big problem. They'd be draining their assets very quickly. So really want to get a snapshot of their uh, income statement, what they're making, what they're spending, and what their goals are, how they'd like to live. Uh, and, and then really try to figure out, hey, if it's more important for you to retire in five years, we got to cut back on the spending. Or if you want to live this way, you know, maybe you've got to work another two, three years or, or do some part-time work in retirement. Lottery tickets really don't fall into this advice? Not, I try to stay away from that, pa of Because Powerball would save everything. I, I just, you know, wouldn't necessarily suggest that. But yeah. um, what do you find, what misconceptions, are there common misconceptions that people have about their finances? Probably starting with, I've got enough. Yeah, it, it's, it's really interesting because the people that are most worried are the people that don't need to worry. And there's a lot of people that feel, yeah, I think I could retire in a few years and, and they've got a lot of debt and other things. So... You know, really, it, it's trying to uh, get it to their personal level to figure out um, what makes sense for them and, and really get to know them. It's interesting. It's, it does sound very high touch. Yeah. It doesn't sound like there's a lot of uh, opportunity for volume there. Right. Um, sure. So uh, has the way you've acquired clients, has that changed in the last five or years or so? So we're affiliated with a CPA firm because I didn't want to go out there and be... Uh, shaking hands all day and think I could do that better than the broker at Merrill Lynch. So uh, about half our clients have come from referrals through the accounting firm that uh, 
that have been very good. And a lot of the clients are coming from referrals. You do a great job for a client and, and you're there for them and you do the right thing. And ultimately it, it's paid off and, and people, whether you know, it could be someone that just went through a divorce or that got widowed and you're there for them every step of the way. And you know, I thank them for the referral and they say, I'm not doing it for you, Steve, I'm doing it for them. They need you. Interesting. So. Now, so, the, so this conference, when we've, we've been lucky enough to come to the Commonwealth Financial Network Conference uh, uh, for many years in a row this year in San Diego, and, and glad to be here. But I, I wonder for you, why, what makes this worth the bother? I mean, San Diego's lovely at all, but, yeah. but, but why do you come here? What do you hope to get out of it? Oh, with all these classes, I, I don't know if it is well, lovely. Well, yeah. exactly. No. No, describe, describe what, what happens here. I, for, for me, you. it's seeing friends that I've formed over the last 20 years from different parts of the country that I don't get to see very often, and... and checking in with them, how they're doing, how's their family, and, and how's their practice. And as a business owner, uh, it, it's not just about, you know, what are you doing about the markets? You know, it's right. how are you running your business? And that kind of networking, along with all the Commonwealth people, it, it's really tremendous. And, and is there a common trend in the way people are seeing their businesses change, people with the financial planner business? Uh, I, I, yeah, it's, it's all moving the way we set it up on day one. It's moving to fees, it's moving to comprehensive planning, which is the only way I've known it. But coming to this conference before, there was a lot of people that ran their businesses very differently. Everybody's rapidly how, moving how, what, to what we're doing. What were they doing? Uh, you know, some commission business, American, you know, not, nothing wrong with American funds, they're very good, but, right. you know, doing uh, C-shares and American funds and, uh, so getting commissions on every sale yeah. as opposed to a, a percentage of assets under management. Yeah. Um, and so, the, so it can incentivize someone to, to do a lot of transactions as opposed to and, grow and the also, wealth. And also, we really, enjoy, we really we charge flat fees for the planning to say this is really important. We need to do that and get paid for the high-level work we're doing. Uh, but, but a different relationship with the, with the client. Yes, very much so. And you see that happening across the industry? In fact, if, and uh, finally, passive versus active, we see, we see a lot more people moving towards passive uh, investments. Yeah, I, I think passive, uh, obviously, for all the reasons people have talked about, makes a lot of sense. But really, uh, I'm a little worried that when the markets go down, whether people are going to be as happy with passive as they have been on the way up. Couldn't agree with you more. Interesting. Okay. Steve, really, it's a pleasure talking to you. Steve Rudolph. Uh, President H.W. Financial Advisors out of Cleveland, Ohio. Thanks sorry, so about, much. sorry about your Indians. Uh, I don't want to talk about it's that. It's never been easy to be an Indians fan. Okay. Come on, you guys had the World Series last year. You Me, got the, you got bring the, on the NBA Finals a couple years in a row. Bring on the Not Cavs. Not so bad. Okay. All right. Nice this is Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio.